to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info. Hey, you just got me rolling it solo. But boy, there's a whole lot going on in this world of sports. But let me, before I get started with any of this, I just want to say one thing. Man, did I have an awesome weekend. Wow, the Miami Hurricanes are still undefeated. Man, it was a tough game against North Carolina. And I'm sure it's a lot of critics going to say Miami doesn't deserve to be undefeated. Miami doesn't. No, they can't say we don't deserve to be undefeated because the record books show that. They're going to say things like, hey, Miami, they're overrated. Probably going to maybe even drop some spots in the polls. I'm not. We're going to get into that. We know we're going to get into that. But over yesterday, I went to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers. Wow. And I must say, I had the best seats I've ever had at a football game besides being on the sideline. I mean, these were the best seats. The only thing that separated me and the field were the players and the cheerleaders. And guess what? The cheerleaders were right in front of me. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, that that was that. And we have some beautiful girls out there. But me... My son, my nephew, and my brother-in-law. Wow! That was, uh, uh, let's let's start with uh, thank you, my nephew, Candon. Man, those seats were awesome. I mean, my heart's still throbbing just how close we were to that stadium. The energy on the field—you could see everything. And then they got this super Skytron, this big old picture right there for you. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, this was awesome. And uh, I was pulling for the Carolina Panthers because my nephew is a super Carolina Panthers fan, and he got these tickets for us. So um, the Carolina Panthers did win. It was a great game. Um, I'm a little concerned about the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I am more concerned about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach than I am about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just don't think he's up for the task. I don't think that was the best Tampa Bay team I, that was on the field, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later too. But after the game, because my nephew who got the tickets for us is a huge—I mean, he's a big-time Carolina Panthers fan. He got a helmet that he gets signed by players. He, he does it all. He didn't take the helmet in the game. Anyway, he got a couple other things that he, he's into with these Carolina Panthers. But after the game because he is a big Carolina Panthers fan. We went over to where the Carolina Panthers meet the family and go inside and talk to um, talk to, um, the, to their family and all of this stuff. And by the way, while we were on the front row of this stadium, I saw two guys that I knew from University of Miami who are athletic trainers for the uh, Carolina Panthers, called them over, had the security guy, 
I was so close to the field. I'm telling you, I call, I tell the security guy, hey, go call that guy, Brian and Moya. Call both of them over here because I know them from University of Miami. It actually, both of them came over, shook my hand. So I actually went over there to try to say hello to them, too. And I did talk to one of the guys that was at the um, at that gate after the game. He said Brian and, and, and Moya probably be the last people come out. So they probably won't even be able to get on the bus. And I, and I knew he was right because the athletic trainers are the last to leave. But while I was there with my nephew, seeing if he can get an autograph or whatever, I'm standing in the back. And I look to my right. And here is one of my, my I guess, my idols growing up walking right past me, Marcus Allen. And I said, excuse me, Marcus. My name is Daryl Oliver. Can, um, can I get an autograph? Can I get a picture? Uh, not an autograph. Can I get a picture? He says, uh, hey, uh, sure, man. Come just walk over here with me. And I, tell, I said, man, my name is Daryl Oliver. I played at the University of Miami. Man, I was one of your biggest fans growing up. You know, and I told him, I said, hey, after his friend took our picture, I said, Marcus, you know, when one of my chin straps came loose in the game, man, I left it like that because that's how you wore your chin strap. He said, for real, Daryl? I said, yeah, man. He walked away and I walked away. We waved. I looked, he was still smiling when I looked back at him. Man, I'm going to tell you, that, that right, um, and I actually told Marcus, I said, man, you know, some years ago when I was in college, you were in Miami at, for an event, and someone that I knew called you on the phone, and I had a chance to talk to you for a few minutes, for, for a minute or so, and, uh, he, and he, he thought that was, like, incredible that I could remember that after 30-something years, but um, anyway... That was um, a highlight of that weekend as well, man. I'm telling you, it was a very successful trip. We went down there Saturday night, spent the night, got up. And for those of you all that go to Tampa for your Tampa Bay games, if this is your first time going over there and you want to have a tailgate party, you want to have alcohol, make sure you take your alcohol with you because they don't sell alcohol in Pinellas County or whatever county we were in where Tampa Stadium is until 12 o'clock. So... I think they changed the rule in Pinellas County where some places you can buy it for at 8 o'clock. However, um, you got to go across the bridge to St. Petersburg to get any kind of alcohol that you want before 12 o'clock. I'm just letting you guys, letting anybody out there that think you might want to go to a, um, you think you might want to go to to a Tampa Bay game, make sure you go prepared if you want to have um, some adult beverages. I'm just saying that was that was an experience in itself. And hey, but let's get into what's really happening in this world of sports right now for all of us Hurricane fans. And I know it's a lot of us. I am truly one of them. The University of Miami is still undefeated in the world of college football. I know, I know it's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to say, hey, um, does Miami really deserve um, what the, does Miami really deserve um, to be um, in this category? Of course they do. Of course they do, because we are undefeated. Some will say, um, should, should Miami um, be in the top 10? We're undefeated. Now one of the things I think that may come back, uh, is that we didn't play that Arkansas State game. And when you look at it, hey, because we did not play the Arkansas State game, our record is 7-0. and And a lot of teams are 8-0, and 7-1, Ohio State 7-1. They have them ranked three. 
Uh, some people saying that Georgia could possibly be ahead of um, Alabama this week. Georgia's 8-0. Alabama's 8-0. The number one team in the nation, in my eyes, still is Alabama Crimson Tide. So with Georgia being one, with, no, with Alabama being one, Georgia being two, Ohio State at 7-1, and one, and Oklahoma beat them, and they're at number three. In both polls, the AP poll and the coaches poll. At number four, Wisconsin, 8-0. Some people say they don't deserve that. And, and it's still going to be a question mark of, of, does this Wisconsin team, are they for real? Do they deserve to be in the top four? Right now, if, we, if, if they were going to have a playoff, it would be um, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Both polls, that's how they are, the AP poll and, and the uh, coaches poll. Now, when we look at the AP poll at number five, Notre Dame, that should not surprise anybody because of Notre Dame's fan base, because of the power of Notre Dame football. They still have, they're the only team that, they have their own major network, NBC. Come on, man. This is a lot of pull that this team has, and let's let's don't get it twisted. This is a... This is a, I, 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 don't, I almost call it a political move, them being five in the AP poll. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before, um, if they continue to win, that they'll, they'll be up there too. But that's, I feel the same way about Miami. You know, some people look at, uh, at number five in the, in the college poll, it's Clemson. Clemson has one loss. Notre Dame has one loss. Hey, in the uh, at number six in the AP poll is Clemson. Clemson's still over there with one loss. Well, number six in the college poll is the University of Miami. So where do we stand in this whole picture? Hey, if we 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 have Virginia Tech this weekend, Virginia Tech is ranked number thirteen in both polls at home. I think this team is is bound for destiny if they can beat Virginia Tech because the next big game would be um, would, would definitely be um, it would be Notre Dame for us and I'm sure Notre Dame as a lick in their chops and hey uh, I've all, I've criticized this guy Brian Kelly for a long time and I, I've, I've thought I've never thought he's a, a good coach not not that I didn't think he was a good coach I didn't think he was a good uh, re- he didn't relate well to kids. Uh, his body language during games and the way he in kids' faces and arguing and carrying on, I didn't think that was a good good fit. Now, I heard him in an interview um, today uh, actually talking about how he, um, how he realized that he was dealing with 18, 19-year-old kids and he had to maybe loosen up a little bit. And I, I could see that this team does play a lot, lot looser than they did. Maybe not looser, but they look a lot more more relaxed and comfortable. And he does too on the sideline where you see him coaching. And, um, uh, I'm, I, you know, I hope that uh, someday I could change my opinion about him too. But, um, but I still, the way he left the kids over late, where he left those kids at Cincinnati to take that Notre Dame job. Um, I know money talks and that's just how it is. Maybe that still holds a, a bad taste in my mouth with this guy, uh, Brian Kelly. But, um, Penn State dropped from out of the top four to seven. Now, they dropped from five to seven. 
that's 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 a pretty good that's a pretty good drop for uh for Penn State. Um I don't I don't know. You know, maybe people were saying, hey, this team wasn't ready in the beginning. Maybe they were they were overrated. I I they should have beat uh Ohio State over the weekend, had them on the ropes. Urban Meyer showed the the Hey, he he. I, I can well honestly. I think Urban Meyer showed who was a better coach, who was a better prepared team, because um, it was it was kind of it was kind of um, not eerie, but it was it was it, it was a, it was a very interesting game to say the least. That uh, Ohio State scored 19 points in the fourth quarter, and Penn State scored three. Um, in the, in the first half, the score was. Um, 28-17. Now, at the end of the third quarter, um, the score was um, uh, the, the score was the, the, in the second half, Penn State only scored 10 points, where in the second half, um, Ohio State scored 22 points. You know, and the final score was 39-38. I, I was uh, I was very disappointed in the, in this Penn State team. I, I I really was, and I guess um, when when you look at it, um, Penn State just didn't have the tenacity to, to pull this one out. But the Florida Gators, you know, I mean, they lost to the number three team, the Georgia Bulldogs, forty-two to seven. And the, and there's one good thing that comes out of this slacking that Georgia Bulldog, this thumping that I read somewhere that the Georgia Bulldogs put on the Florida Gators that, um, that, um, you know, their, their coaches is, is, is finally gone. And, um, it, it's, it's been time for a while, but the Florida Gators have now hired Randy Shannon, former university of Miami head coach, former university of Miami outside linebacker, two time national champion at the university of Miami, um, coaching the NFL with the Miami Dolphins, Randy Shannon is an excellent coach, an excellent man. Um, I, I really hope they give him a serious look at this job. He's a great recruiter. If they don't hold him into this program, I mean, they really almost, whoever they get to come in, they probably almost have to say, hey, you need to keep Randy. If nothing else, um, keep Randy. And I, I think this will be a good thing because Randy Shannon is is a valuable asset to um to that team, even though they scored 42 points on on um, on the Gators, the Georgia scored 42 points on them. Well, when you look at um, at at this Georgia team, I think they're loaded. I really do. Um, I think um, this kid Mitchell, who's an awesome running back, and this kid Chubb. Who's a fine running back? Hey, and even Evander Holyfield's son got a little chance to uh, touch the ball. Four rushes for forty-nine yards and a TD. Longest run, for, longest runner uh, for thirty-nine yards. Hey, that that's that ain't bad. But the gate, the, the Gators allowed two hundred and ninety-two yards rushing. Um, that's that's awful. Uh, and I, nothing against Randy. I mean, come on, man. Your defense can only stay on the field for so long. Sooner or later, you have to. Um, sooner or later, you gotta you gotta have some time um, on offense so your defense can have a chance. And um, it's obvious that um, that this team just really 
this that uh, this this Gator team really needed a um, really needed an adjustment, and I think Randy is going to do a fine job as interim head coach for the Gators uh, for this time for the time being. I really think um, I think he's a good man for this job. I hope, like I said, I hope they give him at least a look if he wants it. You know, because, you know, Randy may not want to coach in Gainesville, Florida. And um, trust me, um, who's to say that Gainesville, Florida is ready for a um, for a black head coach? The Gators have never had a, a black head coach. And, and, and <laughs> come on, man, I can't say that, say that too many times because Miami has only had, I guess, one at an interim. But um, the Gators have never had a, uh, a black coach in is Gainesville, Florida, and um, Northeast Florida ready for a, a black head coach. Maybe Charlie Strong. We hear his name come up quite a bit, you know, but he's only been in South Florida for a little while. And Charlie Strong did an awful job at Texas, did a good job at Louisville. But trust me, Willie Taggart left South Florida in very, very good shape. His, there's no way in the world he would have gotten a job at Oregon if he hadn't did a fine job, a really, really good job at the University of South Florida. So let's don't judge Charlie Strong on what he's done at South Florida. Let's judge him on what he did at Texas and how he left that program because he didn't do a good job there. That would That would have been a good test for Charlie Strong, not what he's doing at South Florida. Having an undefeated team in South Florida is not it's not a um it's not a real a real big kicker as far as I'm concerned because um South Florida was was an awesome team. Um and I, I I'll say it again, you know, right now they South Florida has done a done a real good job with what they have and and hey, Charlie Strong has done a good job of keeping it um Keeping it in the shape it's in. So hey, hats off to you, Charlie. But the, um, but talk, but um, South Florida lost over the weekend to um, to a Houston team, 28-24. Hey guys, we'll be back with more sports info after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
We're talking Western Ambush this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, taking a closer look at all the amazing big game hunting opportunities found in the Western states. Joining us is Jason Matzinger, host of Into High Country, Jill Gector from Cinch Jeans, Dean Capuano of Sawarski Optic Quest, and Freddie Hartice of Hollywood Hunter. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. Hey, um, you know, I, I can't say it enough. Miami Hurricanes are still undefeated. Yes, sir. It sounds so good all the time. I, 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 I'm telling you, it just really sounds good all the time. You know, um, it was a story came out today that uh, that Robert Griffin has. You know, these, these people kill me with uh, making all these comments on on Twitter and and whatever. You know, but Robert Griffin can't comes out and says something about when a coach gets a job. He understands that the coach has to cater. He he actually drafts a quarterback for his system. And if he inherits a quarterback, that quarterback is probably in a in a in a bad situation because that he has to cater to that quarterback's ability. And basically he was saying that uh, Gruden he sees Gruden's point now why he got fired and why he got released and let go, and maybe he didn't have a, a fair opportunity in um, in Washington. Well, I guess I'll, I'll say this now. Uh, I hope Robert Griffin gets another opportunity to come back and play in the NFL because I really think that um, through his experiences and maybe taking this year off, and maybe it's not even too late for him to come back this year and play. But uh, I hope he has learned that um, I used to tell my kids sometimes, it is best to be silent and thoughtful than to speak and remove all doubt. I hope he's learned that. That he it is best for him to just keep his mouth shut and just keep it moving. Don't open your mouth and let people know that you really are not, you know, it's all about you instead of just being about everybody. So if you don't have, if it's not about all of us, just be quiet. Don't say nothing. Less is better. So I, I like I said, I really hope Robert Griffin, from from what we call him on the show around here, I hope Robert get a job back in the NFL. And if not in the NFL, uh, maybe even in Canada. I don't, I don't care where. I'd like to see him. Uh, I like to see his name come across the screen on television somewhere. Uh, hey, um, we got Percy on the line. Percy, what's going on? All right, how we doing, Dale? Hey, man, loving this life I got. How you doing, person? Oh, can't complain. Life is good. Man, it's good to hear your voice, man. Where you at uh, now? You back in Florida? Yeah, I'm here in Port St. Lucie, and uh, I was trying to get to the last two Mondays, but by the time I got 
got off and got situated. I just couldn't make it. I understand. Hey, um, so Percy, which one of those national championship teams you was on down there at UM? 87. 87. Yeah. Yes, Did you make it down for the you were down for the um for the reunion game? Absolutely. Wouldn't have missed yeah. it. I'm yeah. Back this way and I'm just trying to stay involved as much as possible now. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. What you think about this Hurricanes team that's undefeated? Well, you know, I'm glad we're undefeated. Um, I think one thing we have to do is, you know, that killer instinct. You know, we we get up, and let them come back, and we find our way to a win. But uh, time to get that killer instinct, and I know it's there from just watching practice in the spring games. Uh, watching the games themselves, uh, it's just, I think we got to get that, that killer mentality. And I, I think we're doing great, though. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I know you are, man. I am, too. I am really enjoying this um, this team. I'm enjoying this season. I really think Mark Rick has this team ahead of schedule. You know, I, I, I'd like to see. I love what we're doing, but um, just imagine Absolutely. if we can cont- continue to progress and get better. This team is going to be something really special. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. And uh, like I said, last year even with the team we had being so young and uh, we were right there, a few games, a few points here and there. Uh, but I'm just hoping this, this young team stays together and and really build on that dynasty that we used to have. And I can really see that happening if everybody stays. And, and you know, I know they want to get to the NFL and, but we'll see where, you know, the loyalty is. But I, I think we're doing great, and I'm, I couldn't be happier. I agree. I, I think I think um, that's one of the things that's going to hold this team together is that we really, right now, there is no there is no superstars on this team. It's a lot of really good players, and I think this team is going to stick together. They're going to grow together, and uh, we're going to eventually see some some. We're going to see some super players come out of this team. I'm not going to throw names down, but I think we're going to see some really good athletes come from this team. But but right now, they're still young. Uh, we're going to see this team grow for at least another two years. And I think with the scholars, with the athletes that are going to be coming in, I think we got a lot of momentum moving in the right direction. And I agree with you there. And like I said, we're to be out and to actually go out and and scout guys and get the right people in places. And I think that's what's helping us now. You know, we've had the little probation state where we couldn't get uh, players in and limited scholarships. But uh, Rick, I see, is, you know, a great recruiter. And he's going out and see some big names coming our way. And uh, right now, I think we're at the top as far as recruits. And, I mean, that's a wonderful thing. I, I agree. I think that is a wonderful thing. But, um, you know, um, we, we're talking about the momentum of the University of Miami and in the direction that we're going in. What do you think about the direction that the University of Florida is going on going in? They fired their coach. And right now, uh, one of your former teammates, uh, Randy Shannon, is the uh, interim head coach at the, um, at, at the University of Florida. What do you think about that? Well, you know, I'm happy for Randy, first of all. Um, Great guy, um, another guy with discipline, 
uh, I think he can lead that team. Uh, I think when when you start to lose, sometimes the character starts to show. And I think that's what happened with Florida. You know, I, talent, they do have talent. It's just, like I said, when things, you start losing and when coaches can't take the helm and say, okay, guys, listen, this is the direction we need to be going and, you know, we need to sit back and focus and, and get back on track. And like I said, it's, leadership is a big role when it's, when you're talking college football, NFL football, or any other sport. But if you don't have that, you know, that leadership, uh, no matter how much talent you have, it's going to crumble. And I think that's what Florida is looking at right now. I, I think you're right. And, um, and and it's definitely been a, a leadership issue at the University of um, at the University of Florida, uh, even before Michael Wayne Muschamp, yeah. he didn't really show a lot of leadership, and um, and and definitely didn't have a lot of discipline. Neither neither one of those guys, and that's one Absolutely. thing we know that Coach Shannon is going to bring to that program is discipline, Absolutely. and uh, and they're going to respect him without question, and uh, and I I I don't think that. Um, that Randy will eventually be the University of Florida's head coach because I don't think Gainesville is ready for uh, for Randy Shannon. But um, uh, I know he's going to be a, a really good head coach somewhere in the very near future. Um, I'm not sure where it's going to be. Probably somewhere in a warm climate, knowing Randy, though. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. And uh, like I said, it's all about structure. And if get structure in place, leadership, uh, you can give me a lot of no names, and 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 things can still happen. So it's all about leadership. You gotta. Uh, we've had that when you know when we played at the U. Um, you got Snellenberger, Jimmy Johnson, which, like I said, to me, a player coach. But you know, at the same time, it's all about discipline. You know, you get the leeway, but like I said, if you're within that discipline. Okay, this is what we're going to set for. This is the structure. This is the direction we're going. And as long as you can stay in those lanes, um, like I said, sky's the limit. Right. Yep. Hey, guys, we're talking to Percy Wilson, uh, class of 1980. He played on the 1987 National Championship team at University of Miami. Steve Walsh was on that team. Michael Irvin was on that team. And you guys had some great guys. Um, Brian and Benny Blades, both of them were on that team. Um, yeah. uh, Billy Hawkins. You had a great group of guys on that team. Uh, Danny Stubbs, man, Toba Bain. The list goes on. Randy Shannon, Rob Chazinski, Alfredo Roberts, uh, Greg Ricosi. Yeah. Boy, you guys had a lot of good guys, yeah. Percy. And, uh, and you were one of them as well, yeah. man. And I'm telling you, uh, it, all, it takes all of us to win championships. It takes all of us to win championships. Hey, Percy, we got some other callers trying to get in. But, hey, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on The Voice of America. All right. We got the down. I'm just glad I can get in. Hey, I'm glad Take you care. got in, Percy. Don't be a stranger. We, we we look forward to talking to you next week if you can get in. Please do call. Okay. Sounds great. You got it. Thanks. All right, hey, uh, Matt, Take we got care. Paula on the line? Yes. Pa- How are Paula, you? what's going on? Listening to you. Oh, man. How's life treating you? Great, great. How about you? Uh I got to tell everybody, I'm loving this life I got, every second of it. If I could break it down shorter than seconds, I'd be loving on that, too. I'm telling you. I am loving yep. our hurricanes winning. 
Man, the hurricanes are on a roll. I know Maurice is just doing cartwheels and flips. Hey, Al, too. <laughs> uh, you know, football makes us all happier when our teams are winning. Yes, it does. Yeah, it really does. Yep, yep. So, um, what was that? Great job. Oh, oh, well, thank you. Um, so, um, check this out. The, the, the Jaguars are not doing so well. Yeah. But they're not doing so bad either. Right, you know? right. You know, but compared to undefeated, the way University of Miami is right now, ranked number six in the nation in the United States of America, hey, we on top of the world. I mean, we, we are up there. Now, I'm this sure. week we have a very tough opponent. Georgia, uh, Virginia Tech comes to town, and they've always played us hard since the days of Michael Vick. So well, they we, always we play tough. At a time. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So this this is gonna be this is gonna be a really really good challenge for us uh, this week uh, playing Virginia Tech, and they're ranked number thirteen in the nation. We're ranked number six. Right. So this definitely gonna be a, a big game for television, and uh, and that's that's one thing too about Miami. When we're winning, all of our games are on TV somewhere yeah. we can see it, you know, yeah. and that's what's good too. Especially yeah. when everybody's losing the state of Florida. We're doing so well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. And uh, one of the teams that was doing well is uh, University of uh, Central Florida. They lost over the weekend, so uh, we're undefeated. Uh, and, I'm not, and I'm not so sure if, um, if Central Florida is undefeated. But, but we're undefeated, and the Gators are – they've lost their coach. And right. matter of fact, um, UCF is undefeated. They're 7-0. and so we're right. and ranked number fourteen, right behind Virginia Tech. We're seven and zero, and ranked number six in one poll and number nine in the other poll. Yep. But hey, Paula, we're here every Monday night now. Don't 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 be a stranger. Okay. Give us a call. And we have we have what we call a women's forum on sports coming up, and we definitely got to get you to call and be a part of that. Okay. You I got it. Hey, Bye. don't be a stranger. Listen to us on thevoiceamerica.com. Sports Amen. info. Take Thanks, Paula. Take All care. Right. Hey, uh, Matt, we got Vince on the line? Yeah. Vince, what's happening? All right, Mr. All right, sir. You know I'm loving this life I got. Doing real good, man. Hey, Vince, I was yesterday, I was at Tampa Stadium looking at Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. On the front row. I mean, I, the only thing that separated me and the field was the cheerleaders and the players. And my brother-in-law was sitting two seats over from me, and he had his he had his cell phone on record. You know what he was recording? The cheerleaders, man. You know, and, and he's single. I can't. I you know I, I couldn't do that because I'm not single. You understand what I'm saying? But boy, was that a good game! And oh man, the excitement was unbelievable. The uh the fun of being at that game was really spectacular. And to be there with my son and my nephew and my brother-in-law. But but that was really fun, too. Um, and my, my, I, call my, I call my nephew, he is my nephew, but actually he came to my house when he was in, I think, the seventh grade. And he ended up graduating from the high school here where I where I live at, so uh, he lived in, and he still has a key to my house. So he, 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 he sometimes tells me that, 
Uncle Daryl, I'm more like your son than your son. So I, I have to say, well, hey, you, you do give better gifts for Christmas. That's for sure. Anyway, they're not taking anything away from the gifts of my son by me either. What's going on, Vince? What's happening down there in Lauderdale? The hurricane, baby. That's what we do. Hurricane finally. We back. <laughs> we are back. Yes, Vince. Yes. The hurricanes are back, Vince. That that that's true. And we're undefeated. And uh, and we can't take nothing for granted either. And that's including that's including the um the Virginia Tech uh, team that's coming in here this week. We know we know how much talent they have in, in that in that region of of the United States. So they're gonna come in here fully loaded with talent. We know that. Well, one thing about it, we got that swag, right? We got the 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 the, 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 the right nucleus for anything, man. They can break it on now. Cause you know what? The one thing about it, right? This hurricane team got the players where if one player go down, the other one step up, like the eighties hurricane used to do. If you go down, you might lose your spot because the other player gonna play harder to win. To keep that spot. So, like the running back y'all got down when the, the first screen running back went down, the second screen, the boy home running down, the boy running the play. And that boy, hey, the one keep catching all these boys, boy trying to go on pro. They playing now. They ain't looking by it. They, they, they got the opportunity. They taking advantage of it. So, that's what I like about this team more and more every time I watch them play. And they well coached. And they own it. And I'm going to tell you another thing. They, they more disciplined too because they ain't getting all them more crazy. Um, apparently like we used to do. Jumping off five. We get a good play. They call it a 15-yard bite. Call it a play bite. And so all oh, my race playing a big role in this here. And I always thought that um, Hurricane just needed somebody to let them boys be themselves. And that's why I think they're more of a, a better competition team Anybody out there now, believe it or not, we might be ranked eight, six, seven, or five. But at the same time, at the end of the year, when it comes down to Alabama and University of Miami at that nuclear site, it's going to be just like the 82-83 University of Miami game against Nebraska. And that was going to happen. They're going to see the whole hurricane come out. And then you know what's good about it? Miami gonna be able to stand up against them. It ain't gonna be no blowout. They gonna be a team that wanna win. It's gonna show you that this is what we from. Do we bite? I hear yeah. you, Vince. Man, hey, Vince, you 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 standing the hairs up on the back of my neck just listening to you go off by the hurricane, boy. I'm telling you, and I believe you. You you you're making a believer out of me, Vince. These hurricanes are back. These hurricanes rolling two and three deep in starting position. There is no starting position now. Everybody's a starter no, no. on this team. Hey, Vince, no. you got to take a quick commercial break, man. And don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Give us a call. Mm-hmm. Don't be a stranger. We'll holler at you, Vince. And, keep it, and, and hold it down over there in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, excuse me, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We'll holler at you, Vince, next week on Sports Info. Peace. Hey, guys, we're going to be right back after these quick messages with Rodney, Hot Rod Bellinger. He's coming in and give us a little talk of what's going on in the NFL. And you know Rod love them hurricanes. We'll be back right after this message.
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. Hey, we got Hot Rod Bellinger, Rodney Bellinger on the line with his former University of Miami great uh, Buffalo Bills third round pick, national championship, nineteen eighty three, University of Miami. Rod, what's going on? Oh man, I'm just it's a pleasure being being on your show. I, of course I like I like to have you on my show as much as I can too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Rod, you know, uh, sometimes you, you gotta call me and, you gotta call me at the last minute. <laughs> I got you. Uh you know I got your back always, Rod. Always and forever, my brother. But 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 Darryl, I wanna just mention, you know, I gotta talk about our hurricanes. I watched the game on Saturday. Uh it wasn't a great win, but it was a win. And I I just think right now them being undefeated, and that makes practices uh, fun to go to. I mean, I know the kids are having a great time, and I think this week against Virginia Tech, and I have to say, we get a chance to see our coaches earn their money. Because now, everything that we wasn't good at, this is the chance to motivate our kids and practices in the film room and get them ready to play a pretty good darn the best football team they'll play this year, you know, at this point. 
in 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 the seat. So you know, I, I like I like to see our team be a, a bit more consistent. I know we have problems with converting on third down. I saw that stat where we was 112 in third down conversions. I like to see them. Uh, I think they can get that turned around this week for Virginia Tech because it's already a sellout, man. Wow. It's already a sellout. I didn't know that, Rod. That's big. That's big in that stadium, man. That's that is an NFL stadium. So this is not a a college stadium. Not that not that college stadiums are small, but you're talking about seventy seventy some um, thousand fans in that stadium. That's big. Yeah. So this is a big That's game a without question, and uh, and this is the biggest game of the season for us. And we know. I was telling one of the callers earlier that in this part of the region of the United States, these are some of the best athletes. That that come to the NFL and play any sport in in a in America, I mean, basketball, baseball. These these guys from that part, they they're athletic. So we know this quarterback is. They've been trying to find the next Michael Vick since Michael Vick left. So you know he's going to have some speed. This quarterback here. I hear he's a big guy, and yeah, he uh, is they, a big they, kid. Yeah, he's a big guy. He can run the football and he can throw the ball pretty well. And uh, uh, they offensive coordinator Bud Foster, you know, he's been around there just like Charlie Strong was was, was with Florida. Bud Foster been around uh, for a long time in the Virginia Tech program. That's the defensive coordinator, and he liked the blitz and play man and. I like to see. I think this is an opportunity for us to uh, do a, do a, have a great week week of practice, you know, and and see the and and see if the coaches earn their bucks, man. Develop these kids, and we get over the hump. This is a this is an over the hump game because uh, defensively we hadn't put it all together yet. You know, we 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 didn't do a good uh, a great job in the run game again. I like to see. I think they have a uh, uh, an opportunity to get better there and uh, have a complete team game, man, and and team win. So this is I agree, good, but but the hurricane is brewing down there now. They are. I mean, they they are brewing strong. They're undefeated, Rod. And, you know, I was talking earlier about one of the things that may hurt us a little bit in the polls is that we didn't play that Arkansas State game. So it's some teams that are 8-0 right now. We're still 7-0, but we're undefeated. And we beat everybody that came before us, and we have a big game this week. And, man, do I agree with what you just said about if we can put the total package together – offense, defense, special team. If we all play at our prime for four quarters this week, man, we'll beat this team and we will we will impress some people in the nation. I mean, we'll impress the sports writers, the coaches poll. Um, uh, so that's what we have to do. And I think it's about time. This is the eighth game of the season. Uh, we have one of the longest winning streaks in the nation. So it's some people looking at us and saying, are they for real? Or are they pretenders? And um, so this is a week that that will show. This is one of those games we've been talking about. Some people looked at our schedule and said they have two games on their schedule they have to win to be in that category of being great or having a great season. And that's uh, 
Virginia Tech game and the Notre Dame game. So this one is upon us. We're a few days away from this one, baby. I'll be down there to see what's going on. Uh, I, you know, this will be my third game this season going to see the Miami Hurricanes. But it's it, this is this is different. I mean, this like you say, Rod. This is for the money. This is what you get paid the big big bucks for. This is why people want to come to the University of Miami because you beat the big ones. You win the big games, the games that are presented before you, where it's going to be on national TV. It's a sellout crowd. Hey, the money yeah. going to be on the line. Hey, everything is on the line for this one here, man. I mean, and when I mean the money's going to be on the line, we know how South Florida gambles. It's a casino on almost every corner. Good yeah. gracious. The so bets are everywhere. The bets are going to be everywhere, everywhere for this game. But, but, but you know, Daryl, uh, I'm not discrediting uh, our coaching staff. I think we got to march. Is, is they're headed in the right direction. But what I really want to say, I, I remember uh, when we won the 83 championship, Howard uh, moved a lot of parts, and it was perfect. All his moves were perfect chess moves. And offensively, I know they have a lot of new players, first-year players on offense, including the quarterback. You know, they have the running back. He's new. Uh, a lot of guys on that line are new to – uh, receivers are young and they're new, uh, except that one kid, uh, where the two kids, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Richardson, uh, Richardson, uh, uh, the other kid on the other side. Um, I think they, 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 it's similar to what was going on in 83 with a lot of first year new kids. You know, uh, I remember Eddie Brown being switched from cornerback to wide receiver and Reggie being switched from wide receiver to corner and you know and it, 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 it all worked out it, it had some similarities then this is I just want to see this and see how this developed this game this talent developed and I think it's going to be awesome because this is what the U does this is what happens at the University of Miami you know, it, it does, yeah, Rod, and, and and I, I, hey man, these things are falling into place, and uh, and this game here sort of reminds me of um, when we won our national championship that uh, that West Virginia game. You know, West Virginia came in with Hostetler as their court as their quarterback. Uh, they had a lot of hype behind them. I think they were undefeated. Hey, and and they were ranked ahead of us. Well, this team here is ranked ahead of of Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech only has one loss on their record, and that's to Clemson. So um, this is this is a serious team that's coming in this week, and this is going to be a a, um, a real gut check for us and a real test, man. I mean, this is a, a real test, and if we can pass this test, Rod, I think we can pass the final. And I, no, 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 no. Hold on, let me check it. I think if we pass this test here, this will be like that 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 eight week nine eight week. This this would actually be our ninth week if we had played that um the Arkansas State game. This would be our nine week test, and then if we can so, get through so, that Notre so, Dame, so, that so might I, be a midterm. And baby, Arkansas State game is scratch period. Yeah, I don't. That's not a makeup game. You know, I think we just paid them the money and it's over. Yeah, so we're not gonna make that game up. We'll we'll, we'll end the season with with you know that's gonna be somebody's gonna that's gonna come up throughout the year 
is that, hey, we didn't play the Arkansas State game. So I don't know how that's going to look. Um, I don't know how that's going to affect us. It shouldn't if we do what we have to do, and that is beat Virginia Tech and beat um, and um, and beat Notre Dame. And let's don't get ahead of ourselves. Let's just beat Virginia Tech this week. Let's beat Virginia Tech this week. Hey, the team has one great thing going for it. They don't quit. That's why we won those games. And, you know, people are calling it miracles, but I call it not quitting. Okay, simple you, as that. There's you hit it right on the head, Rob. You know, some people will say that. They can win. Yep. And, and, and you know, yeah. and that that has to be a credit to their coach. And that has to be a credit to their coaches, their coaches' staff, because I've seen, and and, and throughout my years of, of watching football and coaching football, I've seen some um, some some body language from coaches that say, "Hey, man, we ain't really got a chance," or "Wow, we got ourselves in this predicament." Haven't seen that on Miami sideline, and that's a credit to their coaching. You're right; this team doesn't give up. This team plays to the end. Even when this team has played to the end and looked like they have the game won and somebody comes back and score on them, this team doesn't give up. So I, I totally agree with you, Rod. Hey, Rod, we got one more call. We're trying to get in here before the night is over. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, give us a call good. every Monday it night. Good. It was good, buddy. I see you. I want you on my show this week. You got it. You got it, Rod. Love you much, brother. Peace. All right. Love hey, Matt, you, we got Scott on the line. What's going on, Daryl? Hey, Scott. What's happening, man? I'm glad we got you in. What's going on? Oh, not much. I uh, just listened to uh, what, uh, what he was saying, uh, and it's right. He's, he hit the nail on the head because uh, <clears throat> that, that's what we got to do with Virginia Tech. We got to come up with a because that quarterback's going running because that's what was hurting us. That quarter, that little uh, uh, North Carolina quarterback was running on us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, when you got a quarterback that can run, uh, you, you got to worry about it. I think we Man, had another. Uh, what, about, what about the Syracuse quarterback that was running on? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, when you Man, that guy. Like you got, and and Scott, you know, and, yeah, and for those of you guys that don't know, Scott is a dear friend of mine. Me and him have gone to some UM games in the past. And so good to hear from you, Scott. I'm glad you called the show. But, Scott, you know, um, back in the day, everybody gave UM their very, very best. I mean, you had to play twice as hard against some of these teams than other people had to play. And that's exactly what I see happening now. So with with North Carolina, they played above their head because they were playing us. You know, I I just really think, and and they have a history of beating us the last four years. I think they have beat us three out of the last four years. So mm-hmm. they 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 gave us their best shot. So this week we're playing at home against a, a Virginia Tech team that we know they're going to give us their very best shot. We know oh, yeah. they're going to come with a quarterback that's going to run as good as that Syracuse quarterback or when you better. Got a team that's undefeated like us, every team's going to try to. Uh, they everybody wants to take that up uh, upset. And some game. people think we got our swagger back. And what is what? Every team that faced University of Miami is trying to prove they don't have the swagger back. I'm sure that's on a lot of bulletin boards in, in locker room. They don't have the swagger. These are pretenders thinking they have swag. But I think this team does have a lot of swagger. I think this coach, Mark Rick, has got this, got this team in, in, a, in, a, in the right direction. I just really like what I see. 
I tell you what, these next two games is going to tell tell all. And I mean, I, I agree with you on the coaches. I mean, I think, I mean, I love uh, Diaz's uh, uh, swagger. On, you know, on that defense. I mean, he he's really pumped some kids up. Uh, it, I, I like it. I mean, it, it as long as they can get better uh, at what they're doing right now. Uh, I mean, they're going they're going to have a good defense. There ain't no doubt. And I mean, they're good. But you got to uh, fine tune a little bit, and, and I'm sure Diaz will. And uh, way you get some pumped up, I love it. <laughs> I love it too, man. And um, I think that I think that um, that turnover chain was a brilliant move, man. You know, and I like now how the kids don't don't lose their mind over the turnover chain. It's it's a, it's a it's a reward. Um, and they take it as a reward, and it, and, and and trust me, it's a fulfilling reward to get that turnover chain. But they don't lose it cool, taking the helmet off before they leave the field. I think I think that has gone, and that's that's another credit to this coaching staff and Mark Rick and what he's done for this team. Hey Scott, we got to get out of here, man. We got less than a minute. Thanks for calling, and I know I know what kind of fan a Kane fan you are. So it's all about the Canes. Go Canes, baby. That's right. It's all about the youth. All about you. Thanks, Scott. Don't be a stranger. We're here every night, every Monday night on the Voice of America All right, Sports Info. Thanks. Hey, guys. Um, Antrell Rowe helped a, a, a scandalous tax uh, preparer um, get busted. And after he's actually filing income taxes in Antrell Rowe's name, getting the money. Rowe said he stole like $1.2 million from him. Wow. Hey, Good job, Antoine Roll. I met that guy a couple times, a few times. A real smart man and a, um, a very nice guy, too. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week. More sports info on thevoiceamerica.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.